0: together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on the book of to the hebrews chapter 4 from verse 12 to verse 16. brethren the word of god is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of the soul and the spirit of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before him no creature is hidden, but all are open and laid bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, for we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with us of with our own weaknesses, but one who is in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sinning. Let us therefore with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. What a beautiful reading. There's so much in this. The first part talks about the word of God. It's alive and it is active. But today I don't really want us to to act on that and to reflect on that. But rather I would like us to reflect on what the author says when he talks about the high priest. He says, we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens. And his name is Jesus, the Son of God. And he says, Let us hold first, let us hold firm to our own confession. This is absolutely powerful what he says. He says, For we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one in every respect has been tempted, and as we are ourselves, been tempted, but Who has not sinned. What a most beautiful analogy, description of Jesus. We have a high priest who is not distant from us. He knows what we are going through. And the author says this high priest is not like he's unable to sympathize with us. For he was tempted in all things, but he did not sin. He is our high priest who has passed through the heavens, who has come to become like us, who is the imprint, the image of the invisible God. There is a beautiful story that is told of a man who had wanted to go and see the president but this man every time he went uh, to the president's house uh, they always stopped him and so everybody uh, in the house uh, the security the guards whenever they saw him they like do you have an appointment he didn't have an appointment and they stopped him and the man needed some help from the president and so one day the man as he was in the garden in the public park in the garden a young boy was running around and he saw this older man sitting and crying. The young boy goes to this older man and says, "Why are you sitting here and crying?" And he says, "Well, you cannot help me." But he said, "Well, what's going on?" He said, "Well, let, let me talk to you." And he says, uh, "I have a son who is dying and I need help, and the only person who can really help me is the president." But every time I go and try to see the president, the guards, the security, and everybody else, they stop me before I can see the president. And the young boy looks at this old man and he says to him, well, let's go. And he takes him by the hand and he runs through the park and they go to the house where the president lives. But instead of going through the normal gates and the normal doors, they go through the back doors. And they go through the passages and eventually they enter into the office of the president. And as he enters the office of the president, the president looks at the young boy and looks at the old man. And the young man says, Dad, this man needs to talk to you. And the old man is shocked that this is the son of the president. And this is something about Jesus. Jesus is the son of the image of the invisible God. He is the one who's able to present us to God. He is the one who's able to place our needs before God. And so what I find absolutely amazing in today's reading, when Jesus is being presented to us as the high priest, Who sympathizes with us. Who knows our weaknesses. Because he himself has been tempted. He knows what you've gone through. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what you need. He knows the battles you're fighting. Everything lies bare before God. Let us Trust God with our pains. Let us trust God with our difficulties. Let us trust God with our struggles. He knows what's going on. And he cares so much because he himself was tempted. He himself was troubled. He himself knows what is it that is going on in your life, in your marriage, in your situation. That's what the author says to us today. That's what the author reminds us today, that our God is able to sympathize with us, that our God, in every respect, he understands what we're going through. But there's also something else that he says. He says, let us then with confidence draw near the throne of grace my brothers and sisters this is not a time to feel bad for our sins this is a time to find consolation in god yes i know that things have not been as i had wanted them to be yes i know that my marriage is not as we would want it to be yes i know that my spiritual life is not as it should be, but this is not the time to feel sorry for ourselves. This is not the time to condemn ourselves. This is a time to draw closer to God with confidence. Let's draw closer to the one who knows us. Let us draw closer to the one who loves us. Let us draw closer to the one who is ready and prepared. To listen to us, he stands before us, as he will stand on our behalf before the Father. He knows what's going on. He knows what you've been going through, what you've been going through, and so he stands with us. And the author says, "Let us draw comfort in God. Let us approach the throne of grace." the throne of mercy the throne of forgiveness and what shall we get from there we shall be forgiven we shall be empowered we shall realize who we are this is a time to get up to claim that which god has given us to claim our place to allow ourselves to be led by god like that man in our story maybe we have tried and the security have stopped us the gods have stopped us we know the securities in our own lives we know the gods in our own lives it's the guilt it's the pride it is the the feeling of shame it is the feeling of sinfulness and god says let's go beyond all those he says i'm here and I need you to come to the throne of grace. Now, there's something that he says In the throne of grace, we shall receive mercy, we shall find grace, we shall receive the help for our needs. What is it that is, you want the Lord to do for you, for your life, for your family? Let us draw closer to God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. And may Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.